we were making decisions on, it just impacted me in such a way that I thought, okay, if there's got to be a way, better way to do this. And I was open to exploring it and took that leap of faith, which led me down the road to creating SAMS. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. We're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, or what I like to call the CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focused on leadership, management, and coaching. When we think of leadership, management, and coaching, we often think of doing all of the things, but often it's a person that's able to build up their team, that's able to cultivate a creative and innovative culture so that people can excel and actually be their own leaders. So that's why this month we're focusing on those three big topics because they make a huge impact on the organizations that we're part of. Now, you'll hear some of those topics this month, and of course, some really great perspectives on how people are even defining leadership, which I think is extremely exciting. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today, Stacey L. Redmond of Strategy and Management Services Incorporated. Stacey, it's awesome to have you on the show. Oh, it's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. I'm super appreciative of you taking some time out to hop on the podcast. And what I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Stacey so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. Stacey L. Redmond is the president and CEO of Pioneering Information Technology Organization Strategy and Management Services Incorporated. Stacey brings her 20 plus years of experience, a DOD experience, to the forefront of the digital transformation by applying military grade processes solutions to the information technology innovations panorama. With an excellent understanding of information technology's role in the modern organization, Stacy offers thought leadership in the most complex and current problems of the digital era. With a dedication to serving and a passion for learning, Stacy looks to the future with the goal of staying ahead of the curve and finding success for those organizations that need it the most. Stacy, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? I am. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. So the first question, I had was to hear a little bit more about what I call your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Oh, wow. So uh, I think for most CEOs, everything starts with a passion. So as a former army sergeant, I would say the skills and experience that I gained were significant in my decision to start my own business. I realized a need for the services that I was able to provide. And in 2008, I began my Sam's journey. I was sitting at the Pentagon going through a weapon systems review and basically watching budget decisions and investment decisions being made and realized that there may be a better way to do this, especially when I was in uniform, hoping to get some of this uh, equipment that um, we were making decisions on. It just impacted me in such a way that I thought, okay, if there's got to be a way better way to do this. And I was open to exploring it and took that leap of faith, which led me 
down the road to creating SAMS. Absolutely. I love that. And I love, thank you first and foremost for your service. And, and I know that it takes an incredible amount of discipline to do that and, and to be in the military, but definitely do you find that it translates over to what you're doing today where you have that have to have that discipline when having a successful business? Oh, absolutely. And there's so many attributes that we either enhanced or learned in the military that translate to entrepreneurship. When I often have the opportunity to speak to veteran business owners, especially those who are just starting off and help them correlate some of those things, such as, for example, going into austere environments and making decisions with little or no information, but having to make them quickly and make them just based on your intuition. That's a lot of like entrepreneurship is. So there's a definite correlation there. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to hear a little bit more about what you're doing with SAMS. And could you tell me a little bit more about how you guys are serving the clients you're working with? Sure. So SAMS is a life cycle technology solutions provider. And we serve clients who are looking to transform their environments through automation, digitally enhanced technologies, and other technical capabilities. Awesome. And is there like a certain segment that really resonates with most? I feel like technology is really transforming literally every single industry, but do you find like there's more that are more apt to you guys working with? It's funny because it is touching so many different industries in many different ways. And I, I think that's the nice thing about being so specialized in this domain is that it is industry agnostic mm-hmm. and we're looking at that and certainly exploring those opportunities across those different market segments. So it's nice to be able to take those capabilities to markets other than the federal space, which has been really instrumental in growing our business. Yeah, I could definitely imagine that. So it's definitely great to hear that you're on the cusp or or ahead of the curve, it sounds like, with a lot of these things. Yes, we're all connected in some way. Everything's connected (laughs) these days. Exactly. Uh I wanted to ask you for uh, what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you or it could be for your organization. But what do you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? I think the thing that sets us apart and uh, makes us unique is really it's those client relationships. We really strive to to do more and to take those additional efforts. And that's been a founding principle of SAM since we began. Our values are that we're committed to our people, committed to our clients, and committed to our community. And those three pillars are the tentacles of our success. And we really live those values and demonstrate those values in everything that we do. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And and let me ask you this. So when those people you are doing things in the community, how would they know that they would need to call SAMS? Are there any types of indicators that helped an organization, a business owner, a CEO to understand that they need to call you? It it depends on the situation. And there are certain things that, that we're specializing in, especially as the technology is changing so drastically. So we are learners and we're entrepreneurs and we drive that spirit here in all of our people. We believe in the value of continuous learning and we have to, especially as technology is changing so quickly these days. So we're seeing different solutions come about to different challenges, especially in the market space. But what we do is we take those opportunities and we share those stories with our clients and we try to instill some of those, and I hate to use this word because sometimes it's so overused, those best practices. Mm-hmm. And we take those across our different clients because usually if it's happening to one client in one industry, it's happening somewhere else, such as security, or how do I make decisions about cloud? I don't want to put everything in the cloud, so I'm looking at a hybrid. How do I uh, 
evaluate those alternatives. So we do a really good job at documenting those methodologies and taking those good practices out of each of those solutions and then driving those forward to each of our clients, helping them leverage some of those best practices that we've learned from other engagements. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. So a lot of times you have to have somebody on your quote unquote team or somebody within a phone call sometimes that you can reach out to because you're trying to figure out, like you said, how to figure out how to create a hybrid so that everything's not in the cloud and some of it's, you know, in a more secure environment or how to secure what's in the cloud and all those different kind of moving parts that sometimes you don't have the enough time to, to be able to be expert in yourself. Yes, because m- many of the times you are reacting to a security challenge, to an environment challenge, to a regulatory challenge, and you have to move quickly. But you've got to do this smartly and with the best information at hand. So Absolutely. So that's why you make sure to have um, experts that at your fingertips, I guess you could say, so that you can reach out and make those uh, correct or as close to correct decisions as possible. So I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So now I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And this might be an app, a book or a habit that you have, but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient. <laughs> so, uh, it, I, you know, I thought about this and I thought, what do I do differently that other CEOs might not do out there? <laughs> and it, I really didn't come up with things that aren't different, but just really some founding principles. And the first one I have is learn how to say no. It's okay to say no without sounding derogatory. Only accept what you can do and what you want to do. Otherwise, it's okay to say no and to pass that opportunity to someone else. You don't have to be everything to everyone. I think sometimes we try to be and that's when we really put ourselves at risk. Absolutely. And then my number two hack is delegate. We hire great people to make our lives easier. Let them do what we've hired them to do and they'll thank us for it. Let them be successful. And then my last hack is stop checking email. (laughs) It's distracting. So limit it to a couple of times a day for a certain period of time. If it's that important, the person will call. Absolutely. I love those CEO hacks, especially the last one. I've tried to make it a point to do a lot more time blocking so that I don't get caught in the email trap because you can easily spend your entire life there because there's so many emails that you're getting in. So it's important (laughs) to make sure that you delegate a certain time. And if there are any, you know, big emergencies, like you mentioned, somebody will call and then the power of saying no and empowering, of course, your team is, and that's kind of like, combined because a lot of times by saying no or not yet, you're allowing other opportunities to open up or realizing it's not the lane that you should be in. Maybe you have a team member, maybe it's for somebody else to do, but it allows you to be a lot better at what you do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think, yeah, again, not anything new, just general reminders about some really great rules. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I always say success leaves clues. So thank you for sharing <laughs> some of those clues with us and we will definitely implement those as well. And now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this is a word of wisdom or piece of advice, or if you can hop into a time machine, what would you tell your younger business self? Oh my goodness. My younger <laughs> business self. Wow. I've learned so much. There's, there's uh, so many things that I would probably tell myself. I would say definitely find your passion. First and foremost, find your passion, do what you love. When you do what you love, it's not work and pay attention to the blind spots because there are blind spots and be prepared for them. They're going to happen. 
there's setbacks, but they ultimately, everything is a learning experience. And I always try to take it just as that, is that every opportunity, there's something to rather positive or, or if you didn't have the outcome that you desired, there's a learning experience. So it goes back to that continuous learning that we strive for here at SAMS. Everything is a learning experience. And you just take that as a as an opportunity to do it better the next time. So don't beat yourself up too bad and just continue to do great things. Yeah, failure is never final unless you stop or unless you quit. So making mm-hmm. sure that you take whatever might, you know, seem catastrophic sometimes. Sometimes it's not as bad as we seem because we can learn from it. We can pivot. We can learn, do better the next time. So a lot of times we just take a lot of that information in and, and then continue to do better and get better. And you never stop it. Doing what That's right. It's a journey. It's mm-hmm. a journey. And we should enjoy the journey and take the experiences and knowledge gained from it and improve upon it each time we go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. And uh, now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Stacey, I want to ask you, what does being a CEO mean to you? Mm, that's a good question. It means to me, first, it's, it's leadership. Everyone is looking to the CEO. You are responsible for setting the direction of the company. You're responsible for the livelihood of not just your employees, but the family as well of those employees. So I take that very seriously. And I always have, even throughout my military career, being responsible for not just someone, but a family of someone's. And that's important. And at the end of the day, building that trust setting those expectations so that that trust can be formed and that those relationships are at their peak. To me, that's a CEO. It's a, it's a visionary. It's someone who works and operates on a day-to-day, on a minute-to-minute with genuine care and concern for so many, not just the employees and the families, but the people that they're serving. And what I mean by that is the clients that you're serving. There's so much more that goes into it than business. There's personal relationships that happen and evolve. And that aspect has to be part of it. And that genuine care and concern has to be part of it because For me, when you're coming into an engagement, you're coming into it with passion. And I think you get much more out of it that way than just looking at it as a business opportunity and numbers. Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely, you know, echo that. And I appreciate you sharing that definition. A lot of times we forget that when you peel back the the onion, so to speak, of business, it's made up of people and those people have emotions, they have families, they have so many different things. So when you are making decisions, like you mentioned, having that vision, just understanding all those different stakeholders and everything that's involved with that was definitely important to remember as a CEO. Mm -hmm. Yes, you're interacting with so many people on so many levels every day and uh, never forget that every day you have an opportunity to make an impact on someone, even just by a simple hello, that you may have just made someone's day. So don't, don't forget that. The little things make a difference. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Stacy, I truly appreciate you for taking some time out. I, I truly appreciate you for giving your insight and any your expertise as well, too. What I want to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can tell our readers and our listeners and then how best they can get a hold of you. I thank you so much again for the opportunity. And, and it's so nice to meet you this way. And mm-hmm. if anybody would like to reach out to me, I'd highly encourage it. I am a huge advocate for mentoring and partnering and just sharing lessons learned with others. So I would welcome a dialogue. They can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm very easy to find there. Or they could email me and the email address is sredmon, R-E-D-M-O-N, at getsamsnow.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And we'll have those links and that information in the show notes as well, too, so that people can follow up with you easily. But Stacy, thank you so much again, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. You too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.